2: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it's time for your Impact Post Show. It is September 1st, 2022. One hell of a show to run down, and we're going to get to it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get your super chats and your humper chats and the chats and the things and the things in the chats. But holy crap, before we even get there, Cresta, I got to tell you, there's like a billion things going on this weekend, and this channel already has a billion things going on this past week. Even on Select, they they, they did ask Grapsody today. and then And then even before that, Will Washington was doing Day After Dynamite on the channel. And uh-huh. then tomorrow... Uh, Grapp City is going to be live on a special Friday show and they got an interview with Swerve Strickland. And then they got the post Smackdown and Rampage show like they do every single Friday night. And then if you want even more content, they're doing Clash at the Castle and All Out predictions that Sean Ross Sapp and Ella J. They're going to be doing that. That drops at 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Saturday's clash at the castle excited for that show. The post show, Sean and Denise, I assume are going to be there doing the, not, not at the show, but doing the post show. And then Uh Sunday, you got the world's collide post show. That's going to be Kate and Alex. And then I I might pop in for a little bit. And then the all out post show, because AEW has got a show. If you didn't already know all out is this Sunday, Julie Cutler and Sean Rossap are going to be doing that. And then all the, like a plethora of other things, because there's other stuff that goes on and like 15 channels that, that, that fightful has, We'll That's talk about Select. Yes, it's a <laughs> lot. And we'll talk about Select because there's some impact-related news that came out this week and we'll get into that. Cresta Star, my favorite person to host a show with. I'm sorry, Tim. How are you doing?
2: I am doing great. Um No lies were told. There's a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling this weekend. There was a lot of wrestling this week, a lot of wrestling announcements. Um, How we're all going to keep up with it, I don't know. But you, the viewer at home, can keep up with it by subscribing to Fightful Follette. Select, Follette, what is a Follette? But select, you can get all of your news that if you can't carry, if you got your news like this, we'll keep it concise just for you. How are you
1: uh, doing? <laughs> Fightful Filet sounds like a select filet. And if you want a good filet, subscribe to Fightful Select. Maybe I'll the drop a recipe. chicken
2: tender of wrestling. <laughs> okay.
1: People like chicken tenders. It's the, the new <laughs> Wingstop sandwich. The new the wing Wingstop chicken sandwich. I don't know. They have
2: a chicken sandwich?
1: Apparently. I was listening to Ask Rhapsody earlier, and they were talking about it for like a good 20 minutes. That and like <laughs> Power Rangers. I'm not going to spoil it. But. These three guys will literally talk about everything else other mm-hmm. than wrestling, and I appreciate that. So uh, there you go. So subscribe to Five Select if you haven't already. We're on the we're on the March to ten thousand, kind of nuts. Speaking of nuts, Impact Wrestling tonight went off. It was a good show, I thought. Crystal, what did you think overall of uh, of Impact
2: tonight? The commentators is what really put it over for me, and I'm not going to hold you up until the last match. I, I my honor no more. You already know how I feel about that. So I was already upset. He's spaghetti. So it was a good show, but biasly speaking, I ain't like it. Really? I was sports entertained, but like this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you were like just taking it. You were just like, fine. Sh- yeah. <laughs> just shovel shovel the food on my plate, and I guess I'll eat it.
2: It's like when your boss says, We're going to grandma's and that's what's happening. So this is me the whole time, like, I know I'm gonna get candy, but I don't want to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about on an award every single week on the show, and we're we're not super duper impressed with uh, the content of the promos. However, I gotta put it over. they turned the did corner
2: did you lose me
1: did i lose you i got you
2: okay because from when we were like oh okay. the robot
1: okay <laughs> uh no the uh the, the show itself i don't know more it felt like they turned a corner this week and they actually you know had the matches but they also had something about them they, they had a purpose finally and it wasn't uh-huh. the stupid purpose now it wasn't perfect Edward Edwards continues to be like the most gratingly annoying human being on the planet. Maybe that's the gimmick. I don't know. (laughs) uh, Either way, honor no more capturing gold almost twice in one night. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, folks, if you haven't yet, drop a thumbs up. How you doing chat? I see you. It's good to have you. And if you're listening in the podcast realm, go ahead and toss us a five-star review. Get us all up in that uh, that, that algorithm, as they like to say. Now that I've said the word, we're, like, totally going to get buried. In to <laughs> I know how this works. Did you watch BTI crest a star?
2: I did. And I have some thoughts on BTI because tonight BTI was actually like, hmm, just a second.
1: Right? There was a really, really good tag match ace austin and chris bay ace of bays i mean listen at this this point this is the second week in a row for for ace of bays on on bti they may have called it like bay for the impact uh so ace of bays took on jd griffey and exodus i didn't know what to expect from jd griffey and exodus but they were really solid and the match itself was a lot of fun it's free on the impact youtube channel go check it out it's usually towards the end of the show but uh between that and George Iceman, uh, I quite enjoyed BTI.
2: Yeah, no, BTI was really good tonight, and I can't I cannot put over the commentary team uh, enough tonight. Ray Wall and um Hannifin. They put over Griffey, Griffin, Griffey, Griffey and Exodus, like
1: Ben Griffey Jr.
2: Who I don't watch sports,
1: <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That tracks. <laughs>
2: They put over Griffey and Exodus and I was like, okay, first of all, Exodus had a really nice shirt. I see the Super Mario. I loved it. I popped, but yes. when they actually had a competitive match and even, I don't even like Ace Austin like that, but I was like, ah, it's a, what is happening? it was a really good match. So I'm, I hope that we see more of Exodus and um, Griffey in the impact zone it'd be nice to see more of them because for uh introductory even if it was a quote-unquote enhancement match it was really good from both sides and i would like to see more both of them actually and i'm surprised to say that because i feel like bti is kind of cut and dry this was actually like a
1: there was stakes there was something to this match i mean later on when we talk about the tag team division and and who's coming in and what's going Mm -hmm. on i think it kind of shows that ace of bays needed this win because Mm -hmm uh when we when we talk about who's next for them next week on impact it's kind of going to be like all right we set we set up the win so that they look big to take on aussie open and we know what happens next but that's not important we're going to talk about this match itself uh again really good stuff i love the back rakes that uh that the Bullet Club guys do, and it's a little throwback to ELP. It's good stuff. Uh, and then Griffey looks good with his strikes. They translate well. He's doing like an MMA gimmick, which I appreciate. So naturally, commentary is going to mention uh, a TNA Hall of Famer, Ken Shamrock, which again, <laughs> I like it. I won't say no. And uh, no shoes, like
2: Mike Bailey no shoes. mentioned that too. <laughs>
1: they did. And, and again, I, listen, normally they'll talk around the match. Uh-huh. This match was actually getting proper commentary yeah. like you said and you were putting this over a few minutes ago they're actually talking about the match they're actually talking about the importance of all four men and not just yeah you know ace it's, it wasn't just ace of bays versus two jobbers it was yeah these guys got stuff in looked good exodus by the way there's a cell on uh, ace austin does a spin kick and yeah. exodus picks it to the face and just kind of like blank stare and slowly falls to the mat it looks so good Uh, And then the end of the match sees the assisted art of finesse, followed by the fold, Ace Austin pins Exodus. So, again, a really good match on BTI. It's well worth going out of your way to check in. I would do that.
2: I could not believe it. And I'm like, you know what? If the rumors are true, yeah, that uh, the Good Brothers are leaving Impact, it would be nice to have a stand-in Bullet Club who is actually competitive because I'm tired of seeing Chris Berry lose every week. So it was nice to see him win here.
1: So I was going to ask you, where do you think Bullet Club goes from here? Because we're going to talk about the OGK and Good Brothers in a second. But if it's just going to be Ace of Bays hanging around, what do we do with Bullet Club and where does Ace of Bays go from here?
2: I think you get some more tag matches under your belt. Maybe run it back with um, Honor No More. At some point, if the Good Brothers don't get an automatic re- Uh, rematch, and then have them run it back. I feel like, especially with the other debut tonight, there might be some new life being injected into Impact. So it'd be nice to see them or have another bullet club, you know, from Japan or from I'm trying to think where else Bullet Club is because I feel like Bullet Club is everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere.
1: Jeff (laughs) Jarrett is a damn member of Bullet Club. Okay. So it could be anywhere. Scott DeMore. No, Scott DeMore. Was he ever? I think Scott DeMore was Bullet Club at one point too. Like they did everyone as a member of Bullet Club. Bullet
2: Club is the new NWO. Are you NWO? I may not be black and white, but I'm blue. I'm green.
1: My, I think at one point my mom became a member of uh, uh, of the uh, – no, that's bad. <laughs> Your mom throwing up the two to
2: suites. She go to school like, stop messing
1: with my son. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Don't mess with my boy. But you can mess with us. You can donate a super chat here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. If you're looking in the chat box, it's that little dollar sign underneath. Any amount not only supports Cresta and I and the site itself, but it also – Oh, yeah, sorry, Scott DeMore joined with uh, Jeff Jarrett at the Bullet Club. But it also gets your question or <laughs> statement read on the air. Thanks, Greg, for completely throwing off my train of thought. I appreciate that because it's worth it. And our Humper Chats. If you want to go over to humperchats.com, Crest to tell them what they do.
2: You go over to Humperchats.com, you put in any donation amount, we will read your chat live on air. It's like a super chat, but on Humper Chats, and we keep a little bit more of the commission from there. So go ahead and show your support. Let us know. Let everyone know. Most importantly, let Sean Rossat know that you like this show, and you'll be coming back for more.
1: And if you're not a money person, I get it. We've all had dire straits. I'm never going to make fun or, or 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 give anyone shit about not being able to financially support us. Again, you can leave a thumbs up or you can also share this video with your friends on your timelines, wherever it is. I don't care if it's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I don't know. Crest is all over TikTok. She knows. You can simulcast us on Twitch, see what happens. I don't know. Either way, let's get into Impact, the actual show. OGK capture the Impact tag team championships from the good brothers bye bye good brothers i mean we've been talking about it for months cresta it was the writing was on the wall the match was really good though you have to admit it was a really really just a a, a solid <laughs> performance from both teams and ogk winning makes perfect sense moving forward with honor no more
2: the match was good yeah there it is Say, I won't. I won't lie. I start off with the nice things. I'm. I'm the good guy. I'm good guy commentator Cresta. The match itself was good. I like the match. I'm. I will never fault the match. The outcome. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. But at the <laughs> beginning of the show, I'm going to grandma's. I don't like it. I know I'm going to get candy at the end, but I'm going to grandma's and I don't like it.
1: I'm currently watching Josh Alexander versus Masha Slamovich at aaw in chicago (laughs) it's very entertaining but let's get back to good brothers no gk i get what you're saying i i I understand we've spent so many weeks talking about honor no more just being rudderless and it doesn't do like they they had to figure Uh themselves out and make sense of their existence why are they here what are they doing what's their purpose and like we said last week If OGK are going to win the tag titles, then they have to reset what they are in Honor No More and maybe even distance themselves a little bit. Maybe make Honor No More the group that they kind of come back to once in a while. But overall, they're just kind of, you know, friends with them Uh because Maria is, you know, is Mike Bennett's wife. So they're all kind of together. What are your thoughts?
2: So. If I'm being all jokes and memes aside, the match itself was really good. I'm just double checking my notes. I'm actually surprised that Carl Anderson got beat up so oh, much as he did. That's <laughs> every
1: Good Brothers match. Doc Gallows does not take the pin. It's always <laughs> Carl Anderson.
2: The, the teamwork between Taven and Bennett was really, really good as well. I'm actually surprised with the little bit of, um, let me not say a little bit. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I'm actually surprised it was a clean match to be honest. Yeah, Maria was banned from ringside, but what that mean about anybody else? It was a good, clean match. It was a straight win. And honestly, even though Taven hit, um, old boy, Carl Anderson with the rope and the yam bag, I am going to give them a new shot. That's what I am going to do. I'm going to put the rudderlessness behind me. I'm going to say, you know what? Maybe they're just the heel faction. Maybe because I don't get it doesn't mean that I'm right. So I'm going to go into it with rose colored glasses. I'm going to put on my sports entertainment pants. There it and is. that's what I'm going to do. I'm uh, gonna going to give them a fair shot.
1: Going back to the yambag spot, uh, there's a magic killer broken up by a super kick from Bennett. Mm. Bennett then crotches Anderson when he's on the top rope. That's what mm. you're talking about. Sets up Carl Anderson to take the proton pack. Taven pins anderson i like it because bennett was the illegal man he took out the legal man and then the legal competitors had a spot in the finish new tag team champions we're gonna go backstage honor no more celebrating all together there's more eddie edwards and pco face-to-face garbage and then vincent's like vincent's like some people you don't understand pco man and then he walks off, and then all you hear, by the way, while they're talking, is the audience, and I'm sitting there. Yeah. So this was this was strike two, to be honest, of tonight's show for me, production.
2: Oh, that audio! I didn't hear anything Vincent said when he was yeah. talking to him. I'm like, yikes, what's happening tonight? Yeah, <laughs> it
1: was not very well cut. You couldn't hear, and I'm wearing headphones when I watch, so mm-hmm. I, I'm picking up everything, but. There was way too much noise from whatever was going on in the ring. Uh, that happens again later when Gia Miller is interviewing Josh Alexander, yeah. but it's a little better. And then again, uh, when they do the backstage with Mickey James and Jordan Grace. Yeah. But either way, uh, after Vincent walks out, Kenny King hypes up his match against speedball Mike Bailey. That's coming up next. And Maria, I like this. Maria Canellas says, I couldn't be out there with Kenny King. Or sorry, I couldn't be out there with the OGK, but I can go out there with Kenny King because... Scott Damore took away that tag team title victory for me. I like that. That's, that's a a more family oriented honor, no more system. I appreciate that.
2: I will say that even though I'm, I'm leaving my hating honor, no war ways behind me, Maria Canellis has always been a bright spot. She is such a troublemaker. And that is such a smart thing as like a villain, your bad character. Like I couldn't cheat then, but I'm definitely going to cheat now. I mean, Assist Kenny King to the ring to ensure the victory of Honor No More, which is really smart. So I'm like, now if we're gonna shift into maybe a more serious Honor No More, ramp it up, which I was I was fully ready to wear all black tonight. Like we're going to a funeral if Kenny King won, which technically
1: we'll get he- there.
2: <laughs> we'll get there.
1: That was a good I We're gonna get to that in a sec. Killer Kelly first. Let's just talk about that promo. Uh she's like, she's watching you. And mm-hmm. she's a people person who likes watching people, and then she's like Tasha talks but doesn't listen to what others say, and then Killer Kelly's like I know what's what makes Tasha st- a tick, I know what inspires her, what scares her, what hurts, and let's play. So it's going to be Killer Kelly and Tasha steals eventually. I would do it a victory road. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I was thinking that so I, was like, I wouldn't do it at Slammiversary because <clears throat> not to say these, both of these women aren't worth it, but Slammiversary is already stacked. And that's not even the one. Bound for Glory.
1: Sorry, Bound oh, sorry. for Glory. That's okay. the one.
2: Bound for Glory is already stacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Victory Road needs more stuff because there's so many things going on at Bound for Glory. So I, I like that. I like that idea. But also, like I'm still struggling to connect with who Killer Kelly is. I get it. I get it, but also at the same time, like I, I maybe I'm not, maybe I need a free sample. Maybe I need another sample. <laughs>
1: How about a sample from Philly Seventy Six who sends a super chat saying, "I think Honor No More turned the corner for sure tonight. OGK are the tag champs. Kenny King looking strong against Speedball. Seems like they're ready to commit to them now." And I agree. I, I said this week after week. We've talked about Cresta uh-huh. That it felt like ever since Tony Khan acquired Ring of Honor, the whole. Honor no more stable became rudderless and just uh, uh-huh. completely without any reason to be around. Uh, yeah. And now that they're finally figuring out, like, what is what is honor no more? There's going to be the infighting, but now they're just like rebels against the system. But then that, that's also got to stop. I don't like that either. The that's an Edward Edwards thing, and I, I just don't I don't uh-huh. love it. We'll talk about it in the build to the uh, Josh Alexander and Eddie Edwards stuff from tonight too.
2: My only concern. And this is just a me thing. And I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I feel like this is all leading to an Honor No More holding multiple titles. I've kind of seen that storyline. This will be the third time in a different promotion that I've seen this storyline. And I... And what it's going on now, it kind of is running stale. And I would hate for that to happen to this group who finally get their come up and who finally does that, and then it runs stale again. Like I've like literally year one, year two, this would be year three. I'm seeing the same storyline. So I, I just err on the side of caution. So I'm I'll give it a shot. I'm I'm here for it. I love wrestling, so what's up? But I just don't want it to be like what we we seen it the first time it was cool the second time it's like all right and i don't want to be a third time like oh my god please not this again
1: (laughs) nothing's original in professional wrestling let's just face it let's cards on the table nothing is original everyone rips each other off
2: (laughs) how dare you break my illusion next thing you'll tell me is that wrestling is scripted and i don't like that
1: I mean, listen, if it's scripted, then they couldn't have scripted this X Division title match any better. Speedball Mike Bailey took on Kenny King. We started talking about it. I like the commentaries playing off the how many defenses until the wheels come off game Yes, for Speedball. They're, they've been talking about that for weeks, and I like that they're going to keep bringing it up because eventually mm-hmm. the wheels are going to fall off for Speedball, or they're not, and he's going to look more and more and more dominant. They're building Speedball's loss and his eventual dropping of the X division championship as something major. And I'm a Mm -hmm. big fan of that. And last week we talked about the match that speedball had being a little paint by numbers. Him and Chris Bay Uh wasn't a big fan of it. At least I wasn't the biggest fan of it. It felt very much like a speedballs classics. Yeah. This time I loved so much of this. Kenny King having scouted Mike Bailey's move sets, getting out of the way for certain things. Getting Mm -hmm. a lot of good offense that looked very different. And, of course, we'll talk about that dusty finish. Uh, Just a really good match. Talk to me. What did you like? What, uh, What stood out to you?
2: So, tonight was honor no more's night, regardless of how I feel about it, whatever it is. And I do think individually they're amazing wrestlers. Kenny King, like you said, had everything speedball was about to do scouted. Also, they were outside of the ring for more than 10 seconds, but I'll let it slide for the sake of storytelling. <laughs> but even outside, when Kenny King um, gave gave Speedball, the exploded to the ramp. I was like, not the ramp, the um The, ringside, the I was like, ring.
1: oh my God.
2: Oh. Even when um, Speedball was lighting up Kenny King with the kicks, I was like, this match is not a normal Speedball match. And I feel like, where Kenny King excels in bringing up the pace, trying to make speedball match him was where speedball faltered. And I did like that commentary. It's like, well, how long, how long before he like can't do it anymore. And I'm looking at both matches last week and this week, maybe last week was a paint by numbers. Cause he was getting into his groove, getting into his set. And this time, for the first time in a few defenses, I want to say kind of since Trey Miguel, not saying that anything else wasn't good, but kind of since Trey Miguel, he's was like, oh, OK, stop that. Don't do that. You know, so it'll be interesting to see who he loses to, but it's going to be a good match.
1: By the way, your boy has an interview with Trey Miguel that'll drop soon here on FIFA, So keep that under your belt. Um, Yeah. So. You're talking about all the stuff that Ken- like Kenny King really did light uh-huh. a fire under Speedball's ass. I agree. Speedball at one point goes for that around the world kick going from side to side. And Kenny King pulls the referee in uh-huh. and then hit. And then King accidentally hits the referee with a spin kick. And I'm like, ah, shit, they're going to do one of those uh-huh. accidentally. That's right. Mm-hmm, who knows? And then you get the visual pin because Kenny King low blows uh-huh. uh, Bailey with the as he goes for the ultimate weapon. The replacement referee counts to 2.9. And then they do this dusty finish. They didn't do a – they did a really good finish. I'll just leave it at that. They had Kenny King hit a leverage pin, not only grab the ropes, but then have Maria Kanellis grab Kenny uh-huh. King's arms for the three. And, of course, honor no more come out. They're celebrating. It's the second title that they won tonight. And then the original ref walks into the ring and he's like, no, no, no. I saw what had, I saw what happened, overturn this, start the match. I love this. Yeah. I absolutely love that the original referee was there to see it. He had recovered. He could tell the other referee, nope, that's bullshit. We're going to start again. And honor no more is barred from ringside. Bailey does the around the world kick. King reverses the ultimate weapon, which doesn't happen very often. And then Bailey reverses the King checker hits that same pin that Kenny King just used with leverage and he retains the title with it. That was masterful and that I love.
2: Poetry. Very simple. Wrestling (laughs) poetry. Yeah,
1: very simple, very easy, but it was really good storytelling and I have to put that over as something so good. I, I appreciated that.
2: And it does leave room for, because even before Maria helped him cheat, I'll give credit where credit is due, Kenny got a visual pin, pin, pin. Wow, I can't speak today. Kenny got a visual pin on Speedball, so there's always going to be that argument. Okay, we cheated. You right, but I hit him in his yam bag. Don't don't pay attention to that. But I pinned him one, two, three. I think he was even up to four, so he had the pin. He has a claim for either um vi- not Victory Road. Um, yeah, it is Victory Road.
1: Yeah, I Victory think- Road in September.
2: I'm getting all of my impact shows confused together, but yes, they have a match for maybe victory road and then bound for glory. If they want to do like, well, I was next, like, um, mascara Dorada tonight. Like I was next. No, I was next. So you've got matches upon matches, but I do think eventually Kenny King, if not Kenny King, cause that'll be a, That'll make a lot of people feel <laughs> yep. if Kenny King takes it off. I'm one of those people who will also feel if Kenny King takes it off a um, speedball, but it would make sense. In the Honor No More larger ethos and rehabilitating that whole group.
1: Kenny King will be a guy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that on the show for the last year. You know, who? where does Honor, More, Honor No More go with their group individually or as tag teams. OGK yeah. takes tag titles. Eddie Edwards was the top guy, so he would go for the top title. Kenny King is a former X Division champion. So why not have him come in and challenge for the X Division Championship? It makes perfect sense. You know, Vince and yeah. PCO are the odd men out. And I think we're gonna see that story play out further in the coming weeks on Impact. And I'm fine with that. Again, if there are odd men out, PCO should be the guy who suddenly becomes the baby face or at least Uh leaves honor no more and does his own thing on his own path and i'm a fan of doing that
2: which is kind of crazy because pco every time like we've been speaking about this every time he has a chance to prove himself he proves himself until you put him on the spot he is an undead zombie his circuit short he can't do it on the spot but every time it comes to get it done he gets it done when other people have failed So it's like, Eddie Edwards, maybe you think that if there is a coup that the only person who could quote-unquote beat you is PCO. That's what I'm thinking in my wrestling, put on my tin hat. So it's like, we'll see. But I wouldn't be too mad if those two were out of the group or the reason why the group goes down the toilet.
1: Fine by me. Let's move on. Scott Tamora and Brian Myers are backstage. And Brian Myers is upset that Bupender Kuger stole the digital media championship from him. Scott goes on and says, I can't comprehend how the most professional wrestler has to go to him to get the belt back that belongs to him. Basically, Scott's more like Jedi mind tricks Brian Myers into getting his belt back, which is like the most Vince McMahon story that's ever been out there. Because we've heard for years that someone will go into Vince's office, complain about something, be like so hot, so over it, ready to quit. And then he'll leave and be like, I love that man. He's so good. (laughs) that's exactly what we were playing off of here. Gujar, then Dex Myers, as he turns around, lays the digital media championship on his chest. I will not spoil how this ends in terms of the tapings, but I'm very excited knowing where it goes. Tell me, did you like the segment? Did it do anything for you?
2: I want Gujar to win, but I, I feel a Matt Cardona running in and spoiling my fun. I feel it. But if I don't, either way... I do like these two together in a program because Brian Myers is such a clown. He is like a little, he's like, I'm the most professional. And then he's like always dodging this one guy. Anyone else? Oh, I'll fight you. I, I can beat you. But Guja, no, he got that dog in him. I don't want to fight him.
1: <laughs> I would love Brian Myers. So you got Matt Cardona, who's always ready. Uh, I want I want Brian Myers to become always dodging and just be the guy who's always trying to get away from everyone.
2: I would like to prepare. I don't like when you spring these things on me. Wow. I'm a professional. If you were a professional,
1: <laughs> you would know to do better. I want to see. Yeah. So Matt Cardona made his return to the NWA pay-per-view mm. this past weekend. So his return to impact is imminent. Okay. He's even Cardona's wrestling this weekend on the wrestling showcase event that's happening, uh, I think on IWTV during all that weekend. Uh Josh Alexander's on that card too. So is uh God, everyone's on. I think there's a there's a knockouts champion oh no Ty is putting up her mlw featherweight championship uh-huh. against chelsea green and diana perrazzo so if taya valkyrie drops that mlw featherweight championship
2: you've been saying she's going, <laughs>
1: <boom>. <laughs> she is heading back to wwe uh let's go to the bar with jessica rosemary and the aforementioned taya valkyrie <laughs> jessica's sick and she's good to go She's ready to get those knockout tag team titles back. And then Rosemary's like, whoa, 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 slow your roll. I don't think you're ready. I think you're going to get in the way. And then Ty Valkyrie's like, well, I got a match against Chelsea Green next week. And she's just wrestling like the same three people for like the next four. I love it. Anyway, and then Jessica's like, I'll be at ringside and I'll be a test. And Rosemary's like, yes, a test. As very sarcastic, very good. No funny business. They drink and. For some reason, Rosemary's lapping it up like a cat.
2: Rosemary is a treasure and an icon and a legend.
1: (laughs) God bless bless Rosemary.
2: I thought that Jessica also is a treasure, all three of them together. This is turning out way better than I could have ever expected. Literally, Rosemary playing the straight man in this this trio, hilarious. Because she's so over it. And she's like... I'm gonna give Peace a chance. And when she really gives Peace a chance, I know they're gonna turn up. <laughs>
1: I, again, it's so circus clowny BS, but it's so funny. And because, it's so good. <laughs> and because Jessica is like a legitimately good wrestler, it works and it yeah. looks good. Like everyone involved just. The, the comedy aspect is good, and they got, a, they got a really good deal with Jessica. They So, Impact announced on Friday last mm-hmm. week that they've signed her to a, to a new contract, which yes. is wonderful. Very happy to hear that. Uh, and as a result, it looks like Jessica or Havoc or Jessica Havoc, whatever it, mm-hmm. it's going to be, she's going to be sticking around. And I'm fine with that. I'm really happy to see that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I always like um, Jessica and Rosemary or Havoc and Rosemary together. I think they complement each other so beautifully and but adding taya valkyrie who rosemary has her own beef with her but these two these three together is really honestly fantastic and i cannot wait to see where it goes for better or for worse
1: absolutely let's move forward ozzy open is backstage with gia miller they lose a match they show up on impact that's how it works uh they're like we're here for world domination and the tag titles are our new quest It's going to be Ace of Bays versus Ozzy Open next week. I'll give you two hints as to what happens next, um, or at least what that match is going to end up being. Moose, meanwhile, is in the background yelling as Ozzy Open is finishing their promo. And then they do the camera peers around the side again, and it's uh, Moose and Macklin yelling and saying that a victory road is their final chance to get Sammy out of their way. And then they part ways. And then Gia's like, hey, what the hell is this? And Moose is just none of it. Um, I don't hate moose and macklin's conversations happening in the shadows Uh and they're not overplaying them to the crowd they've done this two weeks in a row but this week it was more just like kind of it moves it along without having to sit through a 20-minute promo or anything like that
2: i actually did not like this i didn't like it last time when they did it when um uh i don't even remember who they were cutting the promo first before they panned to moose and uh Because
1: <laughs> you weren't supposed to. It was, it was uh it was uh Raj Singh and Mahabali Shira.
2: Yeah, and I like, even then it's like for all of this, like just why even have uh, you know, Ozzy open, you know, just I'd rather I'd rather y'all just be like, we're getting ready to set up and then you hear them fight. Because I I don't know, I don't I don't in particularly care for it. It's not my favorite. I get I get where it puts it over. I just feel like it could be introduced a different way. That's just me. However <laughs> Uh, Moose and Moose yelling at Macklin like a grumpy old dad. And Macklin's like, I don't care. This is, it sounds like Moose, you hire Macklin. And Macklin's like, you paid me to do a thing. And either we're going to do the thing or I'm going to choke you. Like, we're going to choke each other. And then Sammy's going to kill us both. So <laughs> I like it in general, just not the way they introduce it. But I think it's funny. I can't wait for that death match. Not really, because it's going to be me watching it. <laughs>
1: So it's funny that you do the the uh, like the the finger in the eyes. just <laughs> like oh my god, I can't watch. So Stephen Jensen, who hosts the Weekender podcast, used to mm-hmm. be like super squeamish mm-hmm. when it came to deathmatch wrestling. Now he's like bloodthirsty. Let's get at it every time. So like, there's hope for you yet, Cresta. I promise.
2: There was a time when I would like when I was younger watch Stone Cold just bleed out his head. Like tap, no, don't tap now. Like. <laughs>
1: So Your age got you squeamish. I get it.
2: Yeah, I'm old. I'm an old lady. I, I listen, I stubbed my toe, I'm down for a week.
1: <laughs> I get it. You get a tummy ache and you're like, I'm over it. But anyway, let's uh let's move on. VBD violent by design. Okay, so earlier this week, news came out that uh Big Joe Doring is stepping aside from Impact Wrestling. Um, for those who don't know about Joe Doring's story, it's it's kind of wild. So mm-hmm. he was really. Uh, a big star in japan working all japan pro wrestling in the oh god late 90s in the early 2000s and uh, joe discovered uh, that he had brain cancer had surgery had tumors removed and then was declared at least in remission for a long time there's a photo that that joe posted of like the staples in his head from the surgery that he had Um, so impact posted this week that unfortunately the cancer seems to have returned. Joe's going to step aside, and he had surgery, oh, if not yesterday, then he's having it today. We wish Joe Doring the absolute best. Yeah,
2: speedy recovery, Um, bro.
1: I've told the story here on this post show. I uh, At Greektown Wrestling in Toronto a couple of months ago, uh, Big Joe and I had a a five-minute stand-up interview. I'm going to post it eventually, Um, but uh, Joe was just... He was such a sweet guy to me. He didn't have to give me any Uh time. He so rarely does interviews, but he gave me time uh, for me to ask him really silly and stupid questions. But uh, I'm a a big fan of Big Joe Doring, and I was a big fan of this particular segment because Eric Young, they didn't kick Joe out. They gave Uh him so much uh, respect and, and gave him so much dignity by saying, you know, you'll walk your own path. And our paths will cross again. Yeah. And then they fist bump and Joe just says, you know it. And he walks off. Perfect way to write off Joe and make it look good. And then Eric Young says, you know, as for me, I have my own path. Diener's like, are you leaving me? Eric Young says, that's your choice to make. You can follow me or you can go on your own. So now the story has revolved to where will Diener sit? Where does Diener go from here? Because Eric Young is a made man.
2: Yeah it's um I was upset initially because I'm like I like Violet by design my initial thing was like why are y'all break it up there's a perfectly honored good honor no more over there you could break up then I was remembering oh yeah they did say you have to step away because he's sick and whatever it is he needed surgery so that's fine like you said Eric Young is a made man but we have been discussing how Cody Dean has been putting on really good match after really good match after really good match.
0: dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com dot com slash fightful maybe
2: this is the time cody dina steps out and, be, and becomes his own man maybe cody dina takes it off a speedball
1: i wouldn't hate it Honestly, i wouldn't
2: hate it either
1: we watched them have an excellent X division championship match weeks ago on the show. Uh-huh. And we talked, we spoke highly of it because again, Diener knows really, really good wrestling storytelling and he yeah. knows the moves like the moves are the moves, but Diener absolutely could be a guy to take that title off his of I I'm not there yet because we got to build Diener first. We got to make it so much that he's undeniable and they got to repackage him in certain ways, which again, given the, it, it sucks that Violent by Design has to be repackaged mm-hmm. because of the circumstances. Yeah. But this is the best possible thing to happen True. for both Eric Young and Diener.
2: True. And in case like like you said, they left it so open ended and respectful for Joe Doring that in the event that they do want to that he does come back, you know, because that's something serious to recover from. If he's able and well enough and he does want to come back, there is an open ended story that they could do VBD one more run one more time, you know. So, I mean, I'm upset because I liked VBD. I'm happy that it did end this way like you said everyone has their role train, and there was no one getting kicked out like real wwe style like oh screw you edge or whatever it is so i'm super excited about that but i'm really excited for dina i really want to see where Deaner goes
1: if joe is able to make it back i feel like the first thing they're gonna do is put either the tag titles on him, or depending on who the world champion is and how much he can go they can put the title on big joe that's just my feeling because you
2: know. he's undefeated he's still undefeated wait yeah. yeah no he's still undefeated
1: uh no because uh josh alexander beat him
2: oh it was the dq first so yeah okay you're
1: right you're right you're right yeah. you're right you're right you're right, all right. Yes. You're yes right. when i'm right i'm right Period. uh that's <laughs> fine I'm, I'm right when y'all send in super chats too so go ahead and do that over uh, and do the humperchats.com thing all right vicky james comes out this was Another really good promo. A lot of storytelling tonight on Impact. Mickey James comes out and she's like, it's been 24 years since Mickey James stepped foot in a ring coming this November. And then the crowd starts chanting 24 more, which I didn't (laughs) think was a chant that people could do. But apparently, (laughs) good on you, Dallas. Um, And then she talks about, you know, she went through some things that that fans know about, some things that we don't know about. Um, she kind of mentions her WWE release talking about the trash bag thing, uh, and talks about her sister being on her deathbed. And then she says that the fans empowered her to say, F you, you're Mickey James. Uh Um, so I was a big, big fan of that. And then she goes over her impact accolades and then her decline. She basically tells the story of like her rise and fall and rise again. Uh Um, and then she's like, I broke up with wrestling. I did some soul searching at home and then she's like, I'm going to prove myself again. She wants to make women true equals, give them the best opportunities available, and she wants to work her way back up. So she's not retiring. She wants to earn her next Knockouts title match. And she says, with tears in my eyes and grit in my teeth, basically a Ric Flair promo, uh, if she loses, that's it. This is the last rodeo.
2: I will say, I was expecting her. Let me even go back further. Uh, When I first started watching wrestling, um, back in 2018 in modern times. Mickey James was, I think, finishing up with WWE, and she wasn't really respected. Seeing her run in Impact and seeing and knowing everything that she's done, I fully expected her to come out there. First of all, those shoes, that outfit. Mickey James, I need those right? shoes. <laughs> DM Shut me, it. sis. I need, she looked phenomenal. That whole outfit was immaculate. But I really thought she was going to retire. I'm like, don't retire even before when they said she was coming I was like, oh, you about to interfere tonight. But when she started her speech, like, wow, you're really about to retire. I really like that she said, I told myself, I'm going to give it one last run because I don't want to be a shell of myself. So if I lose, the moment I lose and I start, I'm done. But I think she got one more good run on her. And I cannot wait because I feel like Nikki James is going to give us one hell of a run. Like on some... Danielson and AEW, I want to kick young women's heads in, run. And I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait.
1: So in professional wrestling, mm. the traditional way that most people go out is on your back, right? You're looking up yeah. at the lights. That's it. Your final match, you put someone over and you go on down the road. I feel like Mickey is one of those traditional wrestlers and she will do that. Yeah. And MA Solko says uh, with a super chat, is Masha Slamovich the right choice to retire Mickey James? It feels like it should be someone she has a history with, and I don't hate that idea. Does she need it,
2: Masha? I I mean, honestly, after tonight, Masha is a problem, and I don't think Masha necessarily needs it. Because if Masha keeps on keeping on. We're going to be seeing a lot more of Masha, and yes, please, because that last match—to quote—I think Matthew Raybro—he said this has gone on forty-six times longer than her normal matches. Yes, <laughs>
1: well, when we get to that main event, it was nuts, um, and Mickey mm-hmm. Mickey James did a really good job of making the fans feel.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: I don't think that Masha is the person who's going to retire her. Yes, but I do like that Mickey is going to take on a lot of a lot of women. That a lot of impact fans may not have seen on her way to a match against uh-huh. let's say it's still jordan grace because later on jordan grace does sit down with uh with mickey james she's like i'm glad to see you back i'd offer you a knockouts title shot now but i know you want to earn it and then grace says i'll be on the other side when mickey james is ready so it sounds like it's gonna happen but it's gonna be after bound for glory yeah um or this is a big red herring and masha slamovich is gonna be the jordan grace sorry spoilers when we get to that main event
2: Uh, that's how i feel about it too that's how i feel about it i feel like masha Slamovich is gonna eat jordan grace and i don't say that about anyone i love short i love jordan grace no i love jordan grace
1: (laughs) so uh let's let's move on Mm. With Mickey again, I'm just I'm so I'm looking forward to the matches she's having because yes. she's going to have another match with Tasha Steals 100%. She's going to have another match. Um, I, I'm guessing with with Masha, maybe with Killer Kelly, with Deanna, with Chelsea again. I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see her get one over on Chelsea again, and I think yes. maybe that's that's a match for Victory Road that I would maybe like to see.
2: I could see Chelsea Green. And Mickey at Victory Road, screwy finish, something really good at um slam mm, Yeah. Uh,
1: it's uh, bound for glory.
2: Oh <laughs> what do when did we start saying slam I love you, impact wrestling. You you're you're fantastic. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm going to to bring you the impact calendar. That's what I'm going to do. (laughs)
2: I'm going to put it right up on my wall. And I want an audio book by Scott DeMore saying, these are the the, uh, pay-per-views. Get it together, Christa.
1: (laughs) Josh Alexander is getting it together with Gia Miller in the back. Mm. And he puts over Mickey James because, of course, he does. I like that Mm -hmm. they at least got right back into that. Uh, And then they mentioned the match. It's Josh Alexander and Edward Edwards at Bound for Glory. Uh, He's like, this is the first time we've had a one-on-one match. Eddie Edwards is a multi-time champion. He's the heart and soul of impact wrestling at one point. Uh, And he was the face of the company, yada, yada, yada. All the things that Josh is now is Uh what Edward Edwards used to be. So um, I didn't hate that. Uh, And then they talk about, uh, you know, basically they're just putting over the match. And then Edward Edwards walks in says, I'm not here to fight. And then Gio walks off. Um, Edwards talks about how loyal Alexander is to impact calls him a chump. Sure. Why not? (laughs) And then he says Impact is letting Heath run wild, and then Heath cut Josh off before he can give an answer about joining Honor No More last week, and then Heath does it again.
2: <laughs> I mean, to Heath's defense, before Josh Alexander, you and Honor No More started beefing, they were they were messing him up <laughs> every week. Yeah. Him and Rhino, they, were, they put Rhino, his best friend, who literally just came back in the hospital again. Again. Nah. Like, he's mad. I understand. And I will say, since since a little... No, actually, since the Alex Shelley, the promo before the Alex Shelley match, Josh Alexander, to quote my granddad, is sniffing his own balls. Wow. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to put it. That's the only way I know how to put it. Because he's like... he When he was like, Shelley, you need to make sure that you're together. We've got it. So it's like, okay, Alexander, no one no one takes you as a joke like you are literally the walking weapon nobody takes you as a joke and then again here tonight when he was like yeah but you did cut me i'm like please don't fall for edward edwards please 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 that's like the worst the really the worst jedi mind trick guy please don't fall for whatever (laughs) edwards is saying please
1: So, uh, it's worth noting, Tommy Dreamer. This was probably the first time he's been back on screen ever since he I was saw pulled. that
2: too. Yeah,
1: uh, Lance Storm was also there. Lance Storm is a lot taller than I remember him, but uh, <laughs> he's there. Tommy Dreamer's there. Scott DeMore walks in and says, Heath, you love, I love you taking out Honor mm-hmm. No More. I get it. And like Crest, you were just saying, you know, Rhino got taken out as his tag team partner, yada yada. He deserves to do it. And then Scott's like, I can't have you fighting edwards at all turns so instead Heath, you and eddie edwards are going to have a match next week edward edwards versus heath heath goes to josh alexander and is like i want to apologize for my actions and then josh is like well you did cut me off before i could say my piece last week to me it doesn't feel like it's like josh turning or really considering Uh the story um of edward edwards it's more just like josh being like I'm the champ and you disrespected me and you should respect me because I'm the heart and soul of this place. So I'm fine with Josh and Heath doing a match. Uh It's it works for me. How did you feel about the the second half of this promo?
2: Heath is going to get jumped. (laughs) I mean, while I don't think that Heath is in the wrong, it's a numbers game. You know what I mean? It's absolutely a numbers game. And I, I get what you're saying about Josh Alexander having to be strong. But to me, his confidence has always been, I'm the heart and soul, whether you like it or you disagree. Because when I'm in that match, I put on every time. He always puts over impact. So, like, him saying, like, well, you did disrespect me. I'm like, not to say nothing against he, Not to say that Heath is beneath him. Like, well, you going to beef with Heath, who you know, Honor No More, was beaten up before you? Come on now, come on now! Don't don't let the trees make you think you're in Central Park and you're not in the forest. Like you're not king of the mountains. So, I'm not against it. I would like. I would like to see a match because I do think those two would be interesting in the ring. But I don't want him to let that cloud his judgment. And please, for the love of God, don't join Honor no more. Even though they're about to be winning. But if don't 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 don't.
1: If you want to be winning, go ahead and donate a super chat here at youtubecom Uh Alex Zane. Took on Mascara Dorada. If uh, Mascara Dorada looked familiar, it's because it's the former Grand Metalik from WWE. Uh, they say on commentary that the winner of this match will be next in line to face Speedball. They didn't specify when. And then i like Tom Hannafin making reference to a regular house party. Because I thought
2: that was so cute. <laughs>
1: if you know, you know. I think it was really cute. And because Hannafin worked with these guys in WWE, it was a nice little throwback line for them to use. Uh, dorada does his normal you know walking the ropes doing the springboards off of them it looked really good Match was mm-hmm. just a lot of fun a lot of flippiness uh alex zane of course doing his kip up into a frankensteiner and then does the baja blast which always looks good and then zane misses the cinnamon twist dorada turns it into a tornado ddt hits the dorada driver formerly the metal driver but the dorada driver sounds like a better name gets the three Speedball versus Dorada sounds good to me. How did you feel about the match? And how are you feeling about Speedball versus Mascara Dorada down the road?
2: So the match itself was really good. I don't think I've ever seen um, Zayn wrestle, but I like his look. This mustache, would, <laughs> that always takes me out. <laughs> so if you can rock it, that's always going to be great. And also the gear on both of these guys looked amazing. It was a little hard sometimes maybe because I got like bad eyes or whatever it is. But like, But it was really good. Um, I think Lin. I mean, not Sam, Sorry, Dorada versus um Speedball. Very similar styles, but it's an exhibition match. I I expect to be sports entertained. I expect, but well, what if it's not Speedball? Don't make me put my tin hat back on. Who could it be? Kenny King. Stop it, <laughs> Ken Doll, <laughs> Kenneth King. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, no, that's not what I think. <laughs> Speedball versus Dorada. That's thats just... I'm fine with it. Uh, do it at Victory Road. That's, yeah. that's fine. And then whoever's next uh, gets... Uh, you could do Dorada. That's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to be like... you can not They're not going to do Dorada at Bound for Glory. You could do it at Victory Road, and it'll be a fun match that everyone enjoys. Or you can have Kenny King be like, I deserve another chance, and I wanted a Bound for Glory... And then they do Dorada versus King because it's battle of people getting a shot. And then Dorada gets the winner. But I feel like Dorada is just coming in for a quick shot. Like that's the impact way, right? They'll bring in uh, mm-hmm. a new wrestler as like a guest star for the next set of tapings or the next week. Aussie opened this, this set of tapings. They're the special guests.
2: But it made but it made they the commentary made it sound like they were introducing him, like he's gonna stick here around. I'm thinking that this eventually leads to a three way because Kenny King is like he's not gonna skip the line, I don't care who it is, and maybe the um the three way is at um
1: at Victory for, Road?
2: No, Bound for Glory. Oh, at Bound
1: for Glory. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay.
2: Victory Road, you do maybe Dorada or you do Kenny King versus Dorada and screwy finish, however that finish. And it's like, no, I pinned him. I pinned him twice in one match. So I think think a three-way either at Victory Road or Bound for Glory, but I think a three-way is where it's headed. I wouldn't be opposed to that either.
1: They'll do Ultimate X. Watch.
2: (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I wouldn't be opposed to that one either. An Ultimate X match for that?
1: There was a time when every other match at every pay-per-view was an Ultimate X match. Like, not literally, but, like, all of the X Division matches suddenly became always Ultimate X matches, and it just drove me nuts. And when Impact was overdoing it, I just, come on, man, not every match is an Ultimate X match.
2: I mean, the Ultimate X matches be good, but I can see if you see it every, like, every Thursday, Scott, every Thursday, Scott. They did (laughs) did a
1: pay-per-view where every match was a cage match, and that absolutely killed the town, let me tell you. Look up Lockdown. (laughs) Ricardo the Wizard with a super chat saying the bots up in here aren't even smexy. This is BS. Well, unfortunately, they're not even bots. These are people who think that they're funny. Anyway. next Thank week you for on Impact. running
2: up the engagement. LOL.
1: LOL. I'm into it. Yuya Uemura makes his debut an Impact. He is a New Japan Young Lion who's been having a lot of matches. Uh, Yuya had a match against Ren Narita at Ric Flair's last match. That was really fun. So you can go watch that. It's free on the internet if you can find it ace of base takes on aussie open chelsea green takes on taya valkyrie and edward edwards takes on heath in i guess a good tune-up match i don't even know why we're do- well i know why we're doing this but uh i don't know I, I maybe this is the continuation of the pco saga edward edwards versus Heath. what do you think
2: well why would you have pco out there if you already don't trust him and then not with vincent
1: I assume all of Honor No More is out there and they get involved because they all want their comeuppance on Heath after he took out every single member systematically.
2: True but then but then it comes back to what i said at the beginning do we then put pco on the spot who clearly does not perform well under pressure he is a zombie brought back to life his brain under pressure you got a plan he his synapses is slow so why would you keep putting him in there to, again to say well this is pco like you know you know he don't respond well under pressure stop it edward
1: i like it <laughs> <laughs> The inevitable Edward Edwards versus PCO match is going to be so silly and I'm all for it. I want to see it like be a, a just a gimmick match of some sorts. I don't know what, but it's got to be something just ridiculous.
2: And PCO has to win. That's the only, that's the only answer. <laughs> it, it,
1: the problem is like as, as much as we enjoy Impact, I feel like the match is going to be like the winner becomes the uh, the the head of Honor No More, the leader of Honor No More. And then they're just telegraphing the finish. But PCO is the head of honor no more. At least the promos would be a lot shorter.
2: Honestly, chaos, chaos! Do it, do it, you cowards! PCO. There would be a
1: lot more yelling. <laughs> a lot more yelling, I tell you that much.
2: It'd be Vincent. Vincent would be the. Vincent would really be the leader of honor no more. No. I mean, you really you. What is PCO leading? Quick answer.
1: <laughs> Destruction. Vincent, the problem is Vincent right now is like Bray Wyatt before The Fiend, when Bray Wyatt was just talking in circles and just saying, shit, man, I'm just this guy from New just with my draw and I talk about things. That's Vincent right now, just a hippie who makes zero sense and wants to be a horror villain.
2: Yo, I had to really think back on when was the first time I saw Bray Wyatt before The Fiend, and he was actually the leader of Worlds with Matt Hardy. I didn't even see that.
1: Oh, there it is. And it, those promos didn't make sense either.
2: <laughs> delete, 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 delete.
1: From my brain, I might. I will not delete this <laughs> this main event, though. Deanna Ferrazzo and Masha Slamovich put on a really good match. Masha's longest impact match since she joined the promotion uh first of all main event masha i'm all for it let's do more of that time for dorks who were ever just like why aren't they using masha slamovich to finally understand that this is why because you got to build somebody and they've done a great job building masha as this absolute beastly killer of a woman and it was really good stuff and diana was the perfect foil for masha i think the chemistry between these two was really good what do you think of the match what was your uh, your, your general takeaways
2: Main event, Masha. I'm going to make it TNA joke, and I feel like I'm well within my right. Where is Kurt Angle and Scott Steiner? Main event, Mafia is back. (laughs) Um, Overall, though, the match was really good. I think Perrazzo was the perfect technical slowdown, slow down, Masha, to Masha's. I am full steam ahead. I'm gonna plow through you through brute force, and I loved it. I, I to me, I was like, if Masha wins this, Impact is definitely going all in. They've already been going all in, but like not for nothing against Lish, Giselle Shaw. Okay, but,
1: Madison Rain.
2: Yeah, I mean Madison Rain is good in her own right. She's been not all like all of these girls. I think with the exception of Lish, have been. Um, knockout and, and um giselle, oh, giselle Shaw, yeah yeah tenil um, hasn't
1: been either but they've been some form of champion yeah tenil was the uh was a knockouts tag champion
2: oh yeah yeah she was with um the inspiration yeah yeah so with, it's with like, madison rain so it's like she's really had like no one to really like mm, stop playing with me especially with Diana who who held like every title she was FTR in it she was holding every title that you could imagine and she was really submitting girls so for her to really slow down the match especially like when Masha tried to go in I think the very first time for the snow pile she caught her turned it into an arm bar and really that torque was nasty I was like yo you're gonna pop her arm out like oh and, like it was good they were really good together and like to actually see Diana Perrazzo have trouble with someone who are for all intents and purposes you would think is quote-unquote beneath her that was a good match. I was sports entertained. I was sports entertained, and I can't wait. I cannot wait for Masha Slamovich versus Jordan Grease. Because no matter who wins, I win. Sorry, I'm off my soapbox. How did you think about that?
1: No, I think you put it over just perfectly. I mean, listen, the, there's the early moments where Deanna hits a Hurricane Rana, and then Masha's just like, oh, forget this, and just snap mares Deanna with the hair. Um, and I'm just watching, like, oh god damn, that's that's painful. And then Perazzo tries to take a powder, so Masha goes and t- pulls her back in. There's some really really good stuff. Um, uh, and then, like you said earlier, uh, they had Matt Raywalt mention that the match was 46 times longer than Masha's other matches, and this was before the match even finished. So he yeah. knows how much longer. I'm sure someone's going to do the math. Uh, some really good stuff with the arm bars, and I, I love that at one point Diana um, has the arm bar over. Masha breaks with the ropes and then chokes Diana with the rope in her forearm that's and I think smart. that's good. Yeah, really smart stuff. The Queen's Gambit, nobody kicks out, but apparently Masha does and then she hulks up <laughs> like she's she hulks up like like she's going to be a maniac if you know. But before that, Diana goes for a Queen's Gambit and Masha blocks it, picks her up, hits an airway crash into the bottom turnbuckle and it looked uh. nasty.
2: Like she dropped it right on her neck and heads. And every yes. every time I see someone take that, all I can hear is Enzo Amore. I'll drop you on that stack of dimes you got a neck. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it was perfect because the whole the whole match was like, When will Masha hit the snow plow? And every time yeah. that she tried, she either blocked or got out of it, or Chelsea got involved. There was something good there. So yeah. Yeah. So so Deanna takes advantage of a Chelsea. Involvements and then hits the queen's gambit on masha masha kicks out we talked about it and then she gets a spinning back fist does masha hits her with the snow plow gets the win masha slamovich, masha slamovich i can't do my i can't talk anymore masha slamovich versus jordan grace at bound for glory after the match jordan grace comes out presents masha with an xed out eight x ten glossy photo of masha slamovich masha smiles they go face to face we paid to black I have a very important question cross the star. Who does Masha Slamovich face at victory road?
2: I think she faces Jordan Grace and beats the brakes off of her. (laughs) And I love Jordan Grace, so please don't look at me in the face.
1: (laughs) Well, no, because they're doing the matchup bound for Glory two weeks later. So why would you run it twice? Unless you're AEW. uh, Why would you run it at two pay-per-views in a row? Bang, 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 bang,
2: bang. (laughs) Uh, No. So who does Masha
1: get? Hmm. I wouldn't do Chelsea Green because I think it's going to be diana and uh, vexed versus uh what's her face jessica and maybe taya or rosemary some configuration of those two for the knockouts tag titles seems to be the story they're telling is the road back to the knockouts tag championships and then jessica's gonna cost them the match or not win the match whatever it is
2: I was gonna say Chelsea Green because I could have swore tonight for sure Mickey James was gonna come down and interfere in this main event as come up and for the last time, but she didn't. So I was like, okay, fair. Mickey James ain't concerned, and when she sees Chelsea Green, she's gonna strangle her. Fair. Um, but I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like the end result is that Masha takes it off of Grace, but who Masha faces in between then?
1: mia yim,
2: no, leave, leave, no. <laughs> mia yim
1: jordan, well mia yim and jordan grace are friends and i see philly in the chat mentioning they can do masha and jordan versus vexed in a can they coexist which is what they did to mia and jordan mm. going into their last match jordan uh jordan grace versus mia yim so you could do it you could do Mia Yim because she comes in, stands up for her friend. Mm-hmm. They have a match at Victory Road. Masha beats Mia Yim. Maybe this is Mia Yim's night, swan song. She wasn't signing for long unless she decides to stick around longer. And that would be that. Masha moves on to the final, well, this final boss, Jordan Grace.
2: Well, I'm going to move in um, Tasha Steels into the conversation because I'm not sure if, if Masha has already faced Steels, which I don't think. Um,
1: I don't think so either.
2: I feel like at this point, if she's beating a champion, I think at this point, have her continuously beat champions. And I don't want to say, and I don't like Tasha Steeles taking a pin here, but to me that would make sense because you beat Deanna Perrazzo. and no, Perrazzo didn't beat Steeles. No, Steeles didn't beat yeah.
0: Um,
2: I can't think, but I, I would, I would think next in that thing, if, if you want to do like, because I feel like right now, Tasha steals. She's probably going to get beat up by Killer Kelly. Have her lose to Masha. Have her turn to someone like, this is ridiculous. I used to be a champion. This is not it. You know, maybe. But I can't think of anyone else who would make sense. Because I feel like Masha Slamovich has beaten anyone else who hasn't been a champion yet.
1: Masha, Tasha. Tasha, Masha.
2: <laughs> Tasha, and Masha. Masha, Tasha, and Masha. <laughs> Uma,
1: Uma, Oprah. Oprah, Uma anyway if you know if you know that reference congratulations it's old and so (laughs) uh rounding us off philly 76 with the super chat thank you saying that stare down to end the show between masha and jordan has me legit hyped for that pay-per-view match i wholeheartedly agree i love they just, just they just stared at each other no one threw a punch no one did anything it was just the right way to end this show unfortunately we have about a month and a week to go until Bound for Glory Mm -hmm. and a special. So Victory Road. I'm fine with like, not every week is going to be Masha and Jordan staring off. They're going to have to go their own ways, separate ways, just come back. Knowing Masha, Masha's going to have to go on a a mean streak. Like a really just killer streak and who that includes, I don't know. Masha versus Killer Kelly? Not yet. Not yet. I'm not there yet. We got to build up Killer Kelly. She's got to do more. True. But I'm not there yet. Killer Kelly and Masha is a special match, and I think you save that for uh, you can do it as early as hard to kill. If Masha wins the Knockouts title, Masha. I, now we're going back to the Masha versus um, Mickey James idea, where Masha Slamovich, new Knockouts champion, puts out Mickey James.
2: I don't like that. No. <laughs> Like, I see what you're saying about putting over the younger wrestlers as you're on your way out, but I feel like Mickey could really elevate the hell out of somebody else if she got one more run on it and someone up and coming or maybe maybe even a Tasha Steeles in this situation, who I feel during her title run could have done just a little bit more to really solidify her because I, I see people rumbling online that they really care for her being champion. So I'm just thinking, like, imagine Tasha Steeles after Mickey goes on her mean streak and she's the one who puts it down.
1: I'm not there yet.
2: You will be. Just like with me and Honor No More. It all comes full circle. (laughs)
1: Once once upon a time, Jazz and Jordan Grace were besties and Mm -hmm. wrestling as a a tag team and against each other in in Mm -hmm. Impact Wrestling. And Jazz was the elder stateswoman and they were talking about, you know, getting past... You know, Jazz's uh, work in the ring. She was maybe talking about retirement. They didn't do a retirement angle with Jazz, but the entire time I sat there being like, Jazz and Jordan Grace for her retirement would have been the perfect send-off for Jazz. I think they're going to do it with Jordan Grace more than ever. Jordan Grace and Mickey James. Uh Uh-huh. But if not them, then they got to find someone that has history with Mickey James who would send her off. And it can't be Gail Kim because Gail Kim is already retired and it would just be too old hat. Mickey yeah. would probably want to go out with somebody who is new, uh, younger, established on top to really put her over.
2: I could see it being Jordan Grace, but not for the title. I could see it being on your way to maybe Masha, whoever the next cha- champion is. <coughs> My apologies. And right before, like, Mickey, you're on the hot streak. All you got to do is beat Jordan Grace. And then Jordan Grace beats you. I could see that. Because, yeah, it is a heartbreak. But at the same time, it's like, you know, Mickey would be like, this is really the girl. You see how much I was doing. This is really the one to do it. And if, if in turn, in that run back, Grace loses to Masha, oof. What good storytelling. Oof.
1: There's a lot to pick up. And hopefully... Everybody picked up what we put out tonight because yeah. there was a lot of it, a lot of storytelling tonight. We didn't do our out of five. So I ask you, Cresta, out of five, what did you give tonight's show?
2: After talking to you, because I was going to give it a two because I was kind of bored. But after talking to you, I was like, you know what? He makes a lot of good sense. You forced me to look at wrestling, not just from I'm going to grandma's. And i was like, you know what? Use your big brain. Use your big wrestling brain. So I'm going to give it a 3.5, maybe even not a four but a close to 3.9, close to four. Cause there were things in there. I was like, this could have been, this could have been a different segment, but the capstones for the, like the meat wasn't bad, but the two buns, Ooh, I was toasted with butter tonight. <laughs> yeah, good
1: stuff. Uh, I'm giving it a four. I'm going to plug fightful select real quick. And then I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to rant for a second as we wrap up. Okay. First of all, select five bucks a month. Get all your, the news, the real news. Cause I got Sean Ron sap out here on 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 select having to debunk all the fake news that's out there so fake watch news. yourselves the fake stuff the the the, the 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 zero sources news don't listen to that shit. go to fightfulselect.com it's five bucks a month if you can't afford it it's understood support us how you can but that is the best way to get the most accurate news that's out there right now we talked about a little bit of impact related stuff uh lady frost asking for her release from impact, having it not granted a whole lot of information there. Go check that out. And of course, last night on the AW post show, the Bobby fish not being renewed in his contract at AW that was broken. And it's also, I'm just spoken on more on FIFO select all the news, all the content, everything you want. It's over there. Five bucks a month. Get in there. Finally, why do I not give the show a five out of five this week? I talked about it on the social media on Twitter at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L-I absolutely cannot stand when in video production you do not white balance your cameras it's a very easy thing to do if you're a multi-camera shoot to have your camera and i've done so i spoke about this at slammiversary and then impact fixed it and this week they're back on their shit and i hate it so for those who aren't aware in production white balancing your camera means that your cameras all of them they all look the same no matter what camera you're taking, camera one through camera five, all the shots look the same regardless of where you are. So, and it's all balanced properly. They have four cameras at least, and all of them have different color tones, different color hues. Some are yellow, some are white, some are purple, some are orange. It doesn't matter. It just looks, it looks subpar, it looks bad. And I want Impact to succeed, and they got to fix rinky dink shit like that. And the audio issues that they have, they got to fix that shit too. Just just fix it. Easy as that. Emergence had a whole lot of issues as well with their production. Just get out there and fix it. It's an easy fix. Impact, you can do better. This was a step back for me. And I'm, look, I'm not looking forward to next week where it's probably going to look the same because it's all part of the same tapings. Anyway, anything to add you get out of here? There we go. You're
2: not wrong. You're not hey. wrong. It was, for me, it was the audio. That audio was, old. like, they never really have this problem. But I'm literally hearing the match in the background. <laughs> like, and I'm hearing it more than the people who I'm supposed to be watching.
1: That's the problem. When I can hear the match in the background, that's fine. That that means that stuff's going on around me, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's immersive. I'm
2: immersed, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't want to hear, I don't want I don't want it to come at the expense of hearing the talent do what they're supposed to do in front of me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't even hear what Vincent said. And he was right in front of Eddie Edwards. And it's like, I get it. You want to be like, oh, this is actually happening. But I agree with that. The white balance don't bother me as much, but then they got bad eyes. So yes. <laughs> fair.
1: fair. Cresta, where can the people find you on the internet?
2: You can find me, Cresta the Star at Cresta Star on all forms of social media, except for Twitter, where you can see right down here at the bottom, Cresta the star. And if you go to my Twitter, right in the bio, I have a link tree that'll take you to all of my social media, whether it be Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, you will find me anywhere you can spell C R E S T A S T A R R. Joel, where can the people find you?
1: Oh, I'm not hard to find. I'm actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. I ain't got anything else to add because we talked about what's going on this weekend. It's a ton of wrestling. Go watch it and enjoy it. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Tons of content. Go watch
2: it.
1: (laughs) Cheers.